we are going to talk about coffee culture now. Independent coffee culture is on the rise in Hong Kong. Have you noticed in all kinds of strange places, I say strange places, all kinds of almost unusual places, coffee shops are popping up everywhere. Um, and I'm joined in studio by uh, Jen Paolini, uh, who is content director and uh, writer for Localize. And uh, Jen, you've, you've just written an article all about this, uh, this uh, independent coffee culture popping up, right, haven't you? I have, yeah. It's really interesting to see how coffee culture has changed in Hong Kong. Mm. Coffee culture, I think, has been around for a while. We're currently experiencing like a third wave, I would say. Originally, people in Hong Kong encountered coffee as part of the cha tan tang, the, the local Hong Kong tea restaurants, the local Hong Kong diners. Mm. Um, that's when we kind of experienced the first wave. We've had things like yun yang, which is tea and coffee. And then later on in kind of like the 90s, we re- kind of saw how like Japanese coffee chains came to Hong Kong, US coffee chains came to Hong Kong. And then now, kind of in the 2010s, we're seeing a lot more... Um, Hong Kongers who've, who've gone abroad and then they, brought they kind back. of brought it back whether it's yeah. from from Australia or a from lot Europe of it or from Australia yeah, yeah. and the, and, and we, what we're talking here about are these little tiny shops aren't we but they're but they're really kind of almost like designer yes. you know they're, they're really nicely done they're not yeah. old fashioned they're yeah. you know it's it's very if you like cutting edge and they they're offering all kinds of interesting products right yeah uh, so we're seeing this rise in in boutique coffee shops independent coffee mm. shops and the, you do kind of see a bit of a trend like. Like some of them, they'll be old businesses. Like we're seeing coffee shops that used to be uh, sewing machine shops. There used to be traditional Chinese medicine shops. And then you have this younger generation that's taken these businesses and they've revitalized it into coffee shops. There's this really beautiful one in Kowloon City. It used to be a traditional Chinese medicine shop. And they've kept a lot of the decor. They've kept a lot of the original shutters and like... Um, so it's kind of a tribute, if you like, yes, to the original yeah. use. Because, of course, of, course, of course, it's a shame that the original use is not still there, isn't it? But I suppose it's good that at least uh, some really trappings have, have yeah. kept it. Yeah. They're keeping the tradition alive. They're keeping like the decorations alive. And a lot of the things on the menu also, it's paying tribute mm. to like uh, what the shops used to be. Um, so it's super interesting. And, and we're seeing quite a lot of uh, these trendy new places um, popping up around Hong Kong. Mm. So tell us some of the places and some of the shops that you, you've been to, because I know you've been to a few of these and in, in, oh, yeah. in, 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 research, in researching the article, <laughs> you must go visit all of these coffee shops, right? Uh, well, they are in pretty far, like some of them are in pretty far-flung places. I mean, you have Sham Shui Po, which mm. is really becoming this burgeoning like coffee neighbourhood. got loads of like brand new coffee shops popping up there almost like every single week there's a new one there's who would have thought shamsi po would be a hotbed for coffee shops it's very much like there's a really like uh prevalent hipster culture that's Mm. that's built uh, built up in shamsi po over over the past uh 10 years Mm. but you know it's not really like coffee clever coffee culture in hong kong it's not limited to shamsi po we're seeing really cool places pop up in Kowloon City, we're seeing really cool places in more of like industrial neighborhoods like Sun Po Kong. And then you get these like village coffee shops popping up in village houses in new territories, in like Lam Chun Valley. You get them in places like Kam Tin, uh, which is a village outside of Yunlong. And, uh, you know, you're really bringing that kind of hipster element to a lot of um, 
rural neighbourhoods. I mean, for better or for worse, we, we won't know. Who's going to them? Who's you know, say, say these ones, you know, the new territories. Who, who, who goes to these shops? Oh, you think? you'd be surprised. Uh, actually, um, I, I myself live in one of these villages in the new territories, and every weekend it's kind of like it's almost like Saikung. There's so many people, like domestic tourists, who just mm. want to get out of the city mm. and they want to go and visit all of these different places. Uh, but they still is, want their coffee, yeah, right? Yeah, they still want their coffee. Uh, actually, <laughs> like the coffee shop becomes the destination right. a lot of times. Like one thing that, uh, you know, I, I do at Localize and then what the team does at Localize is we identify these kinds of trends so mm. we can introduce them to our readers. And one of the things that we've seen is we see that uh, more and more people are using social media to identify coffee shops and they, they hit them up like it's a thing to do. Co a cafe hopping is super big. Mm, mm. So it's kind of the destination when they go yes. to the New Jersey. They've got their their destination in mind is this little coffee shop. Exactly. No, yeah. really. Uh, there's even um, there's even Instagram accounts nowadays. All they do is they go cafe hopping, and right. they like all they post about is here's a new cafe, here's another new cafe, and uh, similar to the things that I think we we did with um uh, with this article that we've written about of like new coffee shops in Hong mm. Kong. Do you, I mean, do you think it's a fad, though? Is it something that's sort of come out of our enforced lockdown into Hong Kong, that we've been forced into this domestic tourism uh, thing, and as a result, these have blossomed, and, you know, maybe when we start to travel again, it's going to fall away again? Is it one of those? Is it a Hong Kong fad? We, have a, we sometimes do that, don't we? we yeah. <laughs> um, it could be. I mean, it's definitely undeniable that we've seen a rise in mm. new coffee shops over the past year. I mean, we've written about so many of them. Um, but I do think that third wave coffee culture in Hong Kong has been kind of blossoming over the past 10 years. So I think that's here to stay. It might even evolve into like a fourth wave uh, in some way that we can't predict yet. But... Um, it, it, I think coffee coffee culture isn't just about the product itself. It's not just about the coffee. It's really about that sense of like you want to you know find a place to meet friends. It, and and a lot of these coffee shops are putting a lot of effort into um, how they present themselves. Right. Like a lot of them go for you know very minimalist, all in white, very like muted color palettes. And then you have some that are taking inspiration from sort of Japanese elements. You see a lot of Japanese-style coffee shops in Hong Kong now. Uh, that probably has something to do with the fact that, you know, a, a lot of Hong Kongers do love going to Japan, but they can't travel there. So. Sure, they want those elements still, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And then you have places that are very much like urban jungle. Loads of green plants, like lots of greenery. Um, do you want to pick any? Sorts? Do you want to pick any out? Give us a, give us some examples of one or two of the Ooh. ones that you, you 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 went to. Yeah, there's oh, there's really quite nice ones actually. Uh, one of my favorite is the um, the traditional Chinese medicine turned coffee shop place in Kowloon City. It's yeah. like it's very beautiful. So you have it's also very small. I think it's maybe like. 20 seats or something sure. and they kept the original medicine counter so you kind of go up there and order and then you, in the back you have all these uh they kept the 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 cupboards right. where they used to store all of the um traditional chinese um medicine mm. ingredients and they kept mm. that as, as a piece of decor and then, oh, that sounds great um what's that called what's oh that called? it's called taiwo tang taiwo tang yeah okay um, and they, uh, they... Easy to find? Is it? Is it is. Uh, well, I think you can follow the queue that's snaking out the door. Oh, really? These days. Okay, yeah, it's right. become quite popular. Uh, so it might be a bit hard to miss when you're in mm. the area. Um, 
And then there is a new one in Shamshui Po that's called Loop Culture. And it's really beautiful because it's like filled with plants, very Instagrammable. But also they introduce, um, it's not just a... It's not just a coffee shop; it's also a zero-waste grocery store. Okay. So a lot of these cafes are pulling double duty because um, they don't just do one thing. They might be a coffee shop and then a bar at night, mm. or they might oh, be a coffee okay. shop and then a shisha bar at night, sure. or they might be a coffee shop and then a lifestyle store uh, at the same time. So and that's and that that particular concept is something that was pioneered in Japan, particularly. I think there's, a, there's I forgot the name of the chain, but there's one particular chain that does it, and they literally sort of move the doors over the over the coffee part, and and, and out pops a bar at you know Ooh, six o'clock cool. in the in the evening. That. You know, it just sort of it just yeah. metamorphosizes into. I mean, yeah. yeah, considering like how many cafes in Hong Kong take inspiration from Japanese coffee mm. shops and cafes, I. I'm not surprised. Mm. Um, so yeah, we we we're seeing a lot of that where they're kind of you know doing two things at the same time, um, and like I think that's a really good use of of the space uh, as well because you, um, you know, you, you get to be flexible with your clientele and with your products. Mm. And um, there's also a new coffee shop in um, called Coffee Flow, which is in the Zhao Chung Yi Academy in Meifu. So the building itself is really historical. Like it's been, it's gone through, um, it's worn so many hats. Like it's been a hospital, it's been a prison, it's been a customs station, a rehab center. And then now it's uh, it's a heritage hotel. And also it, it hosts uh, like a lot of different multidisciplinary arts. And they've just opened a new coffee shop there, so it's kind of becoming even more of a destination for people who want to do something on the weekends, uh, which mm. is really clever. Actually. And it's giving a new life to some of these yeah. historical places, right? Yeah, because that, that building, like the building blocks, mm. the building block, there's like several buildings in that block, actually. It's very beautiful. Like It's kind of just outside of the city, so you get a view of Meifu as well. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, I think Hong Kong... Um, uh, coffee shop owners are getting very creative with sure, yeah. where they uh, set up business. Yeah, and you mentioned there about you know the, they're very Instagrammable. Um, I mean, social media perhaps to, is driving this a bit because people, sadly or otherwise, people want to sort of show they've done stuff, don't yeah. they, on yeah, social no, media? Sure. Yeah. If, if, if you didn't take a picture and post it on Instagram, were you even there? Yeah. 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 So that's uh, huge. Yeah. And then, like I said, like uh, the Instagram is very much a driving force behind how beautiful these places look. Mm. Uh, a lot of cafes and coffee shops they do prioritize aesthetics. Mm. Uh, Fortunately, a lot of the products there, you know, coffee items, like food items, um, do like, uh, they are good, but you can tell that a lot of places put a lot of effort into their appearance. And what what about the products? I mean, you know, some some of us have been drinking coffee a long time, are very traditional, you know, we'll have a latte or we'll have a filter coffee or, you know, we possibly won't go too, mm -hmm. go too adventurous, but there are quite a lot of fairly adventurous products being yeah. offered at these shops, right? Yeah, so... Um, there's places now that uh, there's a lot of places now that are offering uh, this drink called uh, the dirty, which is like a double ristretto with um, milk. Uh, so that's kind of like you kind of see trending products in in the cafe world in Hong Kong. Like I think a few years ago, it was very much like cold brew. Like mm. everyone wanted a cold brew, mm. and then now it's more of like oh, everyone wants a dirty, and they want like an oat milk latte. Like you know the the, the rise of alternative milks and plant based milks that's really driving some of. Um, the choices in terms of what's on the menu. You're always going to mm. get your latte, your your cappuccino, your mocha, your espresso. You're always going to get that. But there's some places now that you know, specialize in some of these more uh, unusual products. Like 
you know, there's oat milk cold brews now, which if you asked people a few years ago, you know, you get your cold brew and you ask them, oh, could you put oat milk in it? They'd be like, no, we don't do that. But now it's becoming more thinking? of a yeah. It's like those things don't go together. And then now you kind of you know I think more and more uh, baristas and 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 people who run coffee shops are kind of like why not? But Hong Kong has always been good about that, hasn't it? You know, I mean, you know, putting tea together with coffee. Yeah. Is, so I think, I think you know, the rest of the world sort of goes. Ugh. Yeah, but it tastes good. <laughs> so why why not? <laughs> why not? Um, indeed. And we're also seeing kind of a rise in um, not just coffee shops, but tea houses. Like yeah. there's a there's a new tea house that opened um, called Choo Choo. It's in Prince Edward, and you know Japanese inspired, very beautiful. It has like the paper screens, and you sit on cushions and stuff on the floor, low tables, like the works. Uh, and they right. specialize in tea based drinks, so they they don't even serve coffee. Oh, but okay. that's like yeah. the, it, it's it's still part of that growing cafe culture in Hong Kong. Like some places don't even serve coffee. Sure, yeah. Well, uh, tea, I mean, tea houses, of course, have been yeah. have been uh, popular for hundreds, hundreds, and hundreds of years, and yeah. uh, uh, and continue to be popular everywhere. But Japan, of yeah. course, is is one of those places where tea is very big, isn't it? So. Yeah, and we're seeing that come here now. Mm. Mm. Well, is it, I mean, it's very interesting that, that maybe that is, you know, it's bringing those cultures in from uh, those places that we can't sadly go to and mm-hmm. uh, certainly a, a huge explosion in this. Yes. Uh, well, very interesting. Uh, Jim, what's the name of your article? Um, uh, if people want to look it up. <laughs> oh, gosh. Can you um, remember? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I believe it's called Eight New Cafes and Coffee Shops. Uh, coffee shop openings in Hong Kong this April. So uh, it is a monthly column. So we we kind of highlight the newest coffee shops and cafes that open up in Hong Kong every month. That kind of tells you about how uh, how many are opening up. That every month we're just like, oh man, you're writing so a column many. on many. Yeah, yeah, there's so yeah. many opening up. We have to dedicate a whole column to it every single month, um, and that's really exciting as well. Brilliant, yeah. Well, Jen Paolini is content director and writer of uh, this article and column about uh, uh, coffee shops uh, and the rise of coffee culture in uh, Hong Kong. Jen, thanks for coming in and telling us all about it. Thank you. All right, cheers. Cry for your cry, gave up everything for you. Night after night, got me caught up like a fool. But you start. 